Well, hello there, Veg Zeners. Welcome to episode 165 of the Vegetarian Zen Podcast. Vegetarian Zen is a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and yes, even you who are just veg curious. <laughs> we'll find a peaceful place here with a bunch of chilled out people to help you with tips for living a healthier plant-based lifestyle. My name is Vicki. And this is Larissa. In today's episode of our podcast, we're going to be discussing the importance of having a strong support system, whether it is for your lifestyle choices, a chronic illness, emotional issues, or any other issue that might be important to you. In this day and age, it's really easy when I was growing up, we had no internet. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the internet can really be a powerful tool for connecting people. I know technology can go overboard, but, you know, this is really one of the ways I think that uh, technology has helped yes, people definitely. connect. Definitely. Right? Yeah. So today we're going to share some ways to help you do that. But first, we have a rating. A rating. Yay. So this is from the US on uh, June 27th of 2016 from Jen Nee B, who says uh, she is a baby vegetarian loving this podcast. Nice. And I am assuming that means that she hasn't been a very uh, vegetarian for long and not <laughs> she's that not, she's actually a baby. She's not one. Oh. <laughs> but uh, so uh, she says... I don't know. This kids nowadays, they're very tech savvy. Very, very. That's <laughs> true. She might be, she might be uh, leaving this rating from her crib. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So she says, I grew up with the typical Hispanic diet of meat at every meal and usually cooked in manteca, which is... Uh, uh, lard. lard manteca manteca and uh, so she says so i never thought i'd be able to give it up i did for lent this year and didn't miss it so it's gone i just found your show recently and love it thank you for informing me on all things veggie and i feel a connection since i'm from sa living in houston for now hope to be able to visit with you ladies soon that would be awesome. Thank we love, you, yes. yeah, and anyone in our area, or even if you're not and you're just visiting, mm -hmm. please feel free to reach out to us on Facebook or, you know, send us a Facebook message or you can email us if you'd ever like to hook up for a veggie meal and mm -hmm. just chat. We've done that with... Uh, James Lindsay, James, James Lindsay, James and, and um, yeah, Kevin our Hicks. Buds in Houston, they were right? here. They they were here and they up in Austin. They came down to San Antonio for a day or two, and we met for for dinner. That would be awesome. And I totally get what you're saying. The Hispanic diet, you know, <laughs> very. I, I grew up with the smell of chorizo in the morning, and you used to make it for me when we were I still did, eating meat, grudgingly because I hate chorizo. <laughs> well, and it would leave this film of yeah. grease all over the place, and I. I used to love chorizo, again, because there's emotional ties to that too, but soy chorizo has been really good, and you know I'm picky about that kind of mm -hmm. stuff. So uh, if you haven't tried soy chorizo, that's a good alternative too. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's soy, so you don't want to eat that every morning, but that is another good alternative. And my point is, is that Hispanic food particularly lends itself very well to a plant-based diet. Mm, yeah, it really does, actually. So good. All right. So uh, let's move on to a couple other things here before we get into our topic. Okay. So we uh, normally in this segment, uh, starting last week or last week or two weeks ago, is where we would uh, mention any new patrons we have on our Patreon campaign. We don't have any new ones this week. Uh, just so a right now, I just want to send out a continued thanks to the patrons that we have so far so thank you yes and if you don't know what patreon is it is a website that where people can support creators people who are creating art music 
or in this case, podcasts. podcasts. So this uh, creating a podcast does cost money. And this is one way that our community supports us. Absolutely. And, you know, if you uh, do become a patron, we've got different levels. So there's levels for, you know, different amounts. And those levels come with different rewards. Um, and you can contribute for as little as a dollar a month. A month. Absolutely. That is, that is a quarter a podcast. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that's very... That is... That believe it or not, that is very helpful to us. Right, and you know, uh, if as you get into the the higher rewards uh, and higher pledge amounts, we do have some pretty cool Veg Then swag. Yes, to send you. We've yes. got uh, magnets and stickers, stuff and, that folks have been asking us for for right. a while. And reusable grocery bags. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited about those. I think those are going to look fantastic. And our T-shirts. So, uh, so definitely, uh, if you're interested in learning more, head on out to Patreon. It's uh, Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com, and then forward slash Vegetarian Zen. Yes, and our patrons who our patrons who have one more trust contributed already. Please know that your stuff is on its way. It's coming to us, and it it we had we did put a little disclaimer there, especially for the first round that we knew it was going to take a little bit because we were wanting to get this really good. We right. wanted to get it really right. So, thanks for your patience, and they will be coming to you pretty soon. Absolutely. The other thing is, is that if you're not so inclined to contribute to Patreon or you know, support the show through Patreon, because uh, some people are a little they get a little leery of things online like mm-hmm. that, which is understandable. We're also going to have some of the swag available in our store right. online, which is on our website. And you can buy that directly. It's not there yet, but right. it will be. I'm redesigning it. I'm redesigning the store. So once that's up and running, I'll put out a big announcement on our social media and also in our newsletter. Now, that's the other announcement that we wanted to talk about is we... Uh, We're will, just full of announcements today. We are. We are industrious <laughs> little vegetarians. Um, <laughs> but, uh, um, I don't know what picture I just got. I don't either. I, uh, I can't picture that. I don't know. Industrious little vegetarian. Um, um, <laughs> that was silly. <laughs> that was. But uh, yeah, so but we have been busy working on the Patreon campaign as well as our newsletter. Uh, this is something that you know, if you've already subscribed to our uh, mailing list, our email list, thank you. Uh, we've got, I think, right now we've got 286 subscribers, which is nothing to sneeze at. But uh, you know, we haven't really given much in return um, to those subscribers. Yeah, uh, and we really hesitate now. because both the we well we hesitated in just sending things out just to send it out because everyone gets way too much email, and we wanted to make sure that whatever we were sending out was a value add, mm-hmm. just like with the podcast. We're not we've done this every every week for the last three years, but. I mean, we're, we really research the topics because we want to make sure we're adding value. And with the, with the newsletter, we don't want to just be sending out junk Mm -hmm. or selling something or, you know, things like that. We want to make sure we're providing value to you, but we are now committed to doing that, to, to coming up with. Uh, some something that will provide some value to you, right? And that's that's where we kind of got derived our format uh, for the newsletter from. And so going forward, we're we're still playing with you know how often um, we'll be sending these out, but we've got a format that will is will consist of you know f- four different segments, each with resources that will help our listeners mm-hmm. and our our subscribers and readers on our 
on our website. So um, a re- uh, favorite products, products we're loving right now, um, recipes we're loving right now, or foods, uh, a, a resource that we love. And the other one is a moment of zen. Ah, yes. Something happy. A cute video or, you know, just something light and uplifting. So Mm -hmm. uh, streamlined format, easy to read. That'll be coming out soon. So uh, if you haven't subscribed, you can go to our website on the right hand sidebar. There is a subscribe uh, little form. You just fill in your name, email address, and then you'll get a uh, free PDF with that as well. All right. Are we ready to get into our main topic? Let's do it. Okay, so everyone needs some sort of emotional support uh, at some point in their lives. You know, this is going back to what our uh, the person who left us a rating said. You know, she's coming from a Hispanic background. Mm-hmm. I will say, I don't know if it's a cultural thing, but or maybe it's a generational thing, or maybe it's a little bit of both. But, you know, when you and I got together, remember my whole attitude about support mm-hmm. in any way, whether it was one-on-one or in a group, was Don't do you it. just kind of kept it to yourself, yeah. you know? Yeah. You, you weren't, you, that wasn't something you shared. When I was growing up, somebody who went to a therapist or somebody who needed that help was, mm-hmm. was somehow flawed, mm-hmm. you know? And my attitude on that has completely changed, just right. because I see the benefit and have myself received the benefit mm-hmm, of right. support in different ways. Right. So I'm glad that's changed and, and my attitude about that has changed. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that's good. And I, I agree with you. I mean, I, I don't think and I never saw it in you as coming from like um, a degrading kind of attitude no it wasn't you know, at but all i think it was i saw it more in your your background and in, in the way you were raised and i totally agree with that and and as for myself i'm the opposite you know i mean i started and I'd, i'm always honest you know i'm always honest on on the podcast and mm-hmm. because i had so many health issues when i was growing up i started in uh therapy you know like counseling when i was 16 17 and you know I've been off and on for a very long time with that and uh, so you know I'm I come from that opposite background but you know I mean no matter what kind of background you come from everybody at some point needs some sort of assistance or, or support and you know some people more than others and it doesn't mean heavy duty counseling no. necessarily it could just be Someone to listen to. Someone to listen to, someone to motivate you, someone to help push you when you don't feel that motivation. So it could be for a variety of things. Mm -hmm. How much or how little a person needs really depends on several factors, right? Mm -hmm. So it can depend on the person's personality. So I am a little bit more reserved. Again, I just recall conversations when I was growing up of you don't share that mm-hmm. you that's private family business you don't share that right and so I I think overall my personality is just much more reserved your family background which mm-hmm. is what I was just what talking just about saying, I mean right? I remember those conversations even with my grandparents you know right right uh, prior life experiences which is kind of my where I'm right, coming from on that right. um, and then there are other other things factors that you know that depends on. And then also, you know, finding support can be an easier task for some people than for others. Um, you know, some people like you, for example, I, I would say it's harder to ask for that kind of help because it's you were conditioned kind of not to. I was conditioned that it was a sign of weakness. Right, right. Uh, so, so asking for help in different ways. So whether it's joining a local group 
like a support group or an online group or seeking professional help. Um, so like individual counseling or a, a group that's run by a professional or asking for it f- directly, you know, just from a family member or friend or a coworker mm-hmm. or like a fellow student, you know, if you just need to talk. Some people find that really hard to do. Others, not so much. Yeah. I've gotten better about mm-hmm. that. Yeah, you have a lot better. I mean, we've been together for almost 15 years and, mm-hmm. and you know, we've both changed a lot. Right. And, uh, but the, and then um, I just wanted to mention one thing to kind of clarify what we'll be talking about going forward on this is, you know, there's a difference between professional support and social support. Uh, we'll be focusing in this uh, episode on social support. So professional support, we're talking about, you know, like a, a professional therapist, a doctor or a counselor. Um, so general support, you know, people you can go to for, for just your general problems, like family issues, work issues or health issues. So these can be people like family members or friends or coworkers. Um, like we mentioned before. And then there's also support, aside from the general kind of support, there's also support, social support for a specific topic or a specific issue. I would say too, uh, you were saying family, friends, coworkers, sometimes the anonymous is good too. It's better, right? And I say anonymous, and I'm I'm thinking about our Peas and Carrots Society, Mm -hmm. which is is our private Facebook group online, which was something you created and again i think it was just from your your perspective Mm -hmm. already knowing that a support group like this would work Mm -hmm. very well because even though larissa and i are very supported by our families in our vegetarian decision and a lot of decisions right Mm -hmm. right (laughs) but uh they're very open about they they're always looking out for us we have a lot of support from family and friends really have not experienced any backlash from our close family Uh, there are others that don't have that same experience that need they that need that support because they feel very isolated. And even though these people are, they're not necessarily friends I, in the, in the sense, and, yeah, right. Yeah, they're not you local. Go have coffee with them. They yeah. become friends. Right. And absolutely. they're not people that, that uh, you would, that would have met any other way. Absolutely. So sometimes right. I was just going to add to that, that I think it doesn't have to About start general, out as, right. as friends. They could end up that way. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so then, uh, Aside from the just the general day to day, you know, I had a really bad day at work. I need to talk to somebody about it. Kind of support. There's also support um, or social support for a specific topic or issue. So things like uh, chronic illnesses, like cancer or lupus or diabetes or depression, uh, other health issues like weight management, addictions, um, lifestyle choices like LGBT issues or vegetarian or veganism. You know, those are big lifestyle choices, right? Um, Also being a caretaker for someone with a chronic or terminal illness that I mean, people who take care of people who are sick or dying need a lot of support you know oh yeah and when you support yourself with people who know that experience it's one thing mm-hmm. to talk to be able to talk to a family member your spouse mm-hmm. but unless they've experienced that so for example you dealing with what you're you're dealing with mm-hmm. physically mm-hmm. i can be sympathetic but i can't be empathetic right and right. I think you need that level of empathy as well. Right. That's that's very true. Uh, and then the other one that I had down here was pet issues. And, you know, we just experienced a, a truly horrible and traumatic experience in April. That was the loss of our, our sweet Molly Brown, our dog. And uh, 
it was very, very difficult. And, you know, I've found when we adopted Cosmo, our six month old now puppy, rambunctious little brat, uh, you know, 10 days <laughs> He's later. He's daycare right now. <laughs> daycare, giving the cats a break. Um, but when we adopted him 10 days later, we actually found a group on Facebook. He's a. Uh, He's they when we adopted him, they said he was a lab mix. But, you know, it's obvious pretty quickly that he's a pit bull mix. Yeah, he's a labrable. So, he's a labrable. He's well, we thought he was a labrable. Oh, okay. He actually turns out to not to have any lab. Yeah, <laughs> he's a golden retriever lab. I mean, uh, golden retriever pit bull. Makes 50 50 split. So, and, um, but anyway, we found this group online on Facebook. It's called Labrables and Pitadors. Yeah. Is it, I love, (laughs) I love Labrables and Pitadors. So, if you have a Labrable or a Pitador, um, check this group out because it's an amazing group of people. And we have, even though he came back as not having any lab, you know, I, I posted his DNA results in there. I said, are we still allowed to stay? And they're like, (laughs) oh, yeah. And we got like, oh my gosh. I think my, my post there, got probably close to 60 responses uh-huh. saying yeah of course well and know? the thing is he does look like a lot of the other yeah, pictures yeah. are so it's a great group so yeah. you know pet issues i mean groups that are specific breeds dog breeds or for cat lovers or horse lovers or you know can be really really helpful especially when you go through a loss like we did with molly mm-hmm. um, and you know even when we went through that loss posting and being very open with our friends about what we were going through just on we got on facebook we got so many responses from people and it again it was very helpful to hear from people who went through the same experience because they really know what that feels like yes and it is it feels somehow even more comforting right and people who uh not only went through it but had the same feelings for their animals that we had for molly and for our cats and for cosmo it's you know it's um it's nice to have people who are completely in sync with you on yeah. Um, so let's talk about some benefits of having just a good social support system uh, the, of the general kind. So the kind that we talked about first, the kind of like your network of family, friends, coworkers, fellow students, um, where you just talk about day to day stuff. So what are some benefits of that kind of of support? Well, I think one of the benefits is that you can share. Well, first of all, like you said, what's going on on a daily basis, the good, the bad, the ugly, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So, for example, on the on the group you mentioned with the Labrables, mm-hmm. there are certain things that with bigger dog breeds that they have hip dysplasia, they're prone to certain medical conditions. And sure, we see some of the nice, cute pictures, but then you also have people asking questions about specific maybe illnesses that they might be dealing with with their dog that kind of thing right but you know and when you're when you're talking to like um especially friends and family and coworkers, you know that kind of for general stuff um not not so much the topic based stuff uh, well for that too but um you really need to make sure that yes they're they're supporting you, but it can't all be one-sided. And we'll talk about this kind of mm-hmm. towards the end of the podcast. Well, you know what? Let's so you, want to sh- you want to talk about good things yeah. as well as things that are stressing you out and really, you know, um, uh, causing you issues. Yeah, I was going to use a better example closer to home would be in the Peas and Carrot Society. So mm-hmm. we do get some people sharing, of course, great recipes, great experiences they had at restaurants or, or things that they feel like 
they've been able to accomplish Mm -hmm. leading a more healthier plant-based life. Mm -hmm. But then you see the people that struggle too. So for example, issues with, and this is why we made it private because that way people can talk through issues in this group. Maybe they're experiencing trouble with a spouse, trouble with family, trouble just adjusting to the lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So this gives them that opportunity as well. Right, right, right. So, um, and then, you know, the other thing, another benefit of social support systems is that can keep you from feeling lonely or isolated. Uh, Whether it is like when you're talking to friends and family or when it's like a, a, a group that's online or or something like that. And we've heard that from several people yeah. in the group and then even in ratings they've left us in the mm-hmm. past to say, I don't feel alone. I feel right. like I'm with friends that I'm I'm able to mm-hmm. feel supported. Right, right. And uh, so then another thing is that it can really just, just talking to someone, just saying a problem out loud to someone can really just help you work through a problem kind of on your own. I mean, it's, just not even with a whole bunch of in, uh, input from that other person, just stating your problem out loud allows you to kind of allows your brain to kind of start working on a solution sometimes. And, you know, of course it lets you vent too when it's something mm-hmm. that's really made you mad or something like that. But um, it can also kind of allow your brain just to kind of process everything, hear it out loud and work on a solution. So that's a really good benefit of having a support system of people you can talk to. So that's for general support systems. Let's talk about, issue-based so right. let's get a little more specific about some of the benefits of joining issue-based social systems right. and I, I you know i kind of think we've been doing that all along yeah. i think you know with the labrables and um then that's true with our peas and carrots so i think we're kind of like just talking just about them. yeah in general and that's fine yeah. i mean because i mean support is support when right. it comes to it right well and i think one of the things that's and we may have touched on this already but just the feeling of belonging mm-hmm. right because sometimes you can feel very isolated mm-hmm. depending on where you are and right. when you feel that you belong so for example with the with the pit bulls they get a really bad rap and right. it's really nice to be in a group where people know better yes. it's not about the breed it's about the the upbringing right so you you know you we can post pictures of cosmo in in there and nobody's gonna say oh my gosh is that a pit bull yeah you know yeah oh, how can yeah. you how can you live with a how pit can bull you, have one? you know Right. Because everybody has one <laughs> exactly. <laughs> to some degree or and another. They, they know how adorable they are. So Exactly. Uh, yeah. So then, you know, again, there's the ability to talk to people who, as we've been saying, truly understand what you go through on a day-to-day basis. So, and especially like if you're dealing with a chronic illness, like, like you mentioned with, with my issues that I deal with, or if you're a caretaker, you know, for, for someone who is, um, the the sympathy versus empathy mm-hmm. thing i think is really important it's it really an important is. distinction and it's that's not to knock sympathy you know no. i don't want to discount sympathy because uh-huh. that's extremely important but empathy is when when you have something like um a serious issue that you're dealing with empathy can just make or break a situation sometimes. Yeah. And here's the thing. I think when you have somebody who truly empathizes because they've gone through the same thing, that they can ask you questions and be a little bit more involved at a level that someone who's sympathizing, which like you said, it's important, but wouldn't necessarily know Mm -hmm. what to ask you or Or what to tell you that you can do to to alleviate uh, something, right? whether it's pain or whether it's something like that. Because, you know, if you've never been through the pain of uh, a lupus flare, 
you know, it's it's one thing for me to tell you, oh my gosh, you know, my skin hurts so badly, I can't wear a shirt. And I mean, I know you you understand that because you're you, you don't think I'm lying. But if I tell that to someone who deals with lupus, then it's a whole different level of understanding. Right. Right. So, it, and they know. can tell you what's worked for them yes, too. Yes, that's Maybe, exactly you know, they it. They did something that worked for them to that's help exactly. alleviate that. That helps as well. Exactly it. I think another benefit of being part of a group is an increase in your self-worth and mm-hmm. your self-esteem because sometimes you can get down on yourself when you feel isolated mm-hmm. and start to think, is this just me? Am I being a baby or am I being whatever? It you know, Just any feelings you might get from being feeling like you're alone mm-hmm. in some situation. So being part of a group really can help just your overall self-worth, feelings right. of self-worth. Right, right. Feelings like people understand you. So you're not, yeah, you're not crazy or you're not stupid or, or not a baby. And then, the you know, the other way that that works too is when you're part of a, a group like that, I mean, unless you're just completely immersed in, you know, what can this group do for me, then you're going to be giving other people advice yeah. as well right. and sharing what's worked for you. And you know, when you when you do that for someone and then have someone that person come back and say, thank you for for suggesting that I tried it and it helped or just thank you for listening. You know, that makes you feel more valued and mm-hmm. it makes you feel like a good person. Right. Where you may not have before because of all the stuff you're dealing with. One example just came to mind in the peas and carrots where. I think we've had a couple of people that said something along the lines of where somebody they loved made them something mm-hmm. with meat mm-hmm. and they were conflicted whether to eat it or not. Because they didn't want to hurt the person's they feelings. Didn't hurt but, the, yeah. Right. And there again, only someone who's been in that situation can truly be able to say, what, you know, and, and different people come in different ways. Some yeah. people say, I did not eat it. I politely declined. Some people say it said, mm-hmm. I went ahead and ate it. Mm-hmm. And because we're not a judgy place they were not banished from the kingdom i mean right. if anything people understand mm-hmm. and aren't feel sorry for people that get put in that position you right. know so that can help too i mean that's that's just an example that came to mind mm-hmm. uh as as another example of, what am i saying <laughs> another uh, example of i think how, i'm getting hungry <laughs> yeah right we're gonna go we're gonna go to yeah. our our local vegan restaurant um Early, uh, earlier. <laughs> I'm hungry too. Because if I'm going to we say are. we're going to go earlier. Well, we um, had a we were we were kind of uh, grown ups last night. We went to we stayed out later than we normally we do get, because we didn't I go went to bed to go, till three o'clock. I went to go see a band that I was really wanting to go check out, and uh, yeah, so I think we're just a little off. So sorry yeah. about that. Yeah, well, we're always a little off. So, and yeah, I'm sure Daryl. I'm sure Daryl Roberts will have something to say about that in the <laughs> yeah. Peas and Carrot Society. So, Daryl, go ahead, <laughs> take your best shot. That's right. <laughs> uh, it, one, I, one more thing that I wanted to kind of mention before we move on to some um, suggestions of how to build your own uh, support system. So, another benefit is just sharing ideas and getting feedback. And we kind of touched on the feedback. Um, I think when we talked about, you know, somebody giving you suggestions on something that might help what you're doing. But um, I think that our mastermind, first of all, the peas and carrots society is a great example of how this works. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sharing ideas uh, example would be like, uh, you know, I'm, this is what I did for my, uh, my friend's, 
birthday party, you know, and it was all vegetarian and vegan food. And everybody loved it, even though they're not all vegetarians and vegan, you know, things like that. Um, but I think another example is our mastermind group. And for we don't talk much about our mastermind group. But uh, we it's a group of us, the two of us plus three other ladies all have um, businesses or podcasts mm-hmm. and or podcasts. And we meet every other week on Skype and just talk for an hour. And we talk about, you know, what's going on in our businesses, um, ask questions about, you know, things we need help with. Motivate. Support. Yes. Hold, and then we have, we also, we also have a closed Facebook group for just the five of us. And it's amazing. You know, we've been meeting for a little over a year. Mm-hmm. Or maybe close to a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And the the ideas that we share back and forth and the feedback that we get, I mean, so that's another type of support system. Right. right? And they motivate us. So Absolutely. for example, the Patreon campaign that we had been sitting on that for a year. Mm-hmm. And finally, one of our mastermind members just said, just, just do by it. The next time we meet, which is in two weeks, mm-hmm. have it done. And, and we, I, we were both like challenge accepted mm-hmm. and we did it. Yep. So, yep. All right. So well, let's talk about some ways that you can kind of, build this this own this topic based support system for yourself and that doesn't mean like going out and starting your own group or anything like that but it could it could right? yeah absolutely if you're that type of person but um let's just yeah uh so it just depends like do you prefer online kind of anonymous type things or in person. So for either one, you know, the internet is a really good, great place to start looking for people and groups you can connect with. So one good thing to start with is just do a basic Google search for like the words support for plus whatever the topic you're interested in is. So like support for type two diabetes or support for German shepherd owners or support for vegetarians. Let's start there, you know, and you're going to pull up just tons of stuff And then you can kind of go ahead and if you want something local and in person, you can kind of add your city or, or, you know, your zip code or whatever and kind of do that. Just a tip. I I mean, I would, that's great advice. And I think that once you get there, let's just say you find a site, I tend to see that the ones where there's anonymous, people are allowed to be anonymous, are much more trolly (laughs) than where you have to have your actual... Yeah. profile set yeah. up and by trolley i mean you get rude comments comments that don't make sense like reddit comments, <laughs> comments that yeah. just you know they're just uh yeah so that's know. a good caveat so you just want to kind of mm-hmm. see if the vibe if your vibe matches wherever it is and if you're a troll yourself then, then go for it yeah then you'll <laughs> be right at home maybe <laughs> uh and then you know the other the other thing that you can do search wise online is just enter your topic into the search bar on facebook uh, I've, you know, I've yeah, become a member yeah. of so many awesome groups, uh-huh. uh, both open, public and closed that way. And uh, that's a really good way to get started. Um, the other thing is, if you already, do you already know someone who's dealing with the same issues, or is interested in the same topic? Uh, you know, in, unless it's something that you really want to keep confidential from people you know, which could be the case, and that's understandable, you know, and if that's not the case, then you can ask your friends, family members, whatever, uh, personally, if they belong to any groups that might be of interest to you. Another tip is to participate in local activities. So if you volunteer, so let's just say you're an animal lover and you want to be part of more animal groups, maybe volunteering for your local humane mm-hmm. society or getting active with a sanctuary, something like that joining up for classes at a gym mm-hmm. there's also these new ad hoc well i don't they're not that new but these ad hoc 
aerobics class, oh, yeah. yoga, like at the farmers things. market. Yeah, like yeah. Little pop ups. You know how yeah. they have the pop up stores. Well, right. now they have pop up. I like that. That's a great exercise idea. Exercise things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really cool. So you don't have to commit to a gym. I guess mm-hmm. you could do some of these things that just look for those types of events, community education classes. Those, believe mm-hmm. it or not, are still out there. Yeah, they really are. <laughs> those continuing ed- education classes. Um, I say believe it or not, just because there's so many online mm-hmm. now. It's it really is good to see. I'm. I'm old school. I kind of like the classroom yeah. setting for certain things. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. What about some guidelines? Larissa? Okay. So just remember, um, and we mentioned this briefly before, just remember that having someone in your social support system means for the most part is going to mean that you're a part of theirs as well. So it's not a one way street unless that's kind of like agreed upon, unless you're, it's your, your, a professional counselor, you know, then you're not going to be listening to their problems. But, uh, other than that, I mean, balance asking with listening. So that's a good, you know, point. other people who are dealing with your issues will also have things that they need help and advice on too. That's a great point, you know, because I have seen people not in our group so much, but in other groups where someone only comes to the table when they have an issue, or they want answers themselves, mm-hmm. but they're not really around to answer other people's. Mm-hmm. And I tell you what, if I'm in that group, if I know that group well enough, and I see them asking again, after they all they do is ever take, take, take. I'm less hesitant to answer their question. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, another um, guideline is just be be respectful of differences. I mean, you know, even if you're in a group where it's a common topic or a common theme, even within there, people are going to have differences, you know, different beliefs, different, uh, they live different lives, they have different, uh, you know, tastes, and just be respectful of that. And I should have said, I'm not less hesitant. I'm more hesitant. I'm more More hesitant. hesitant. (laughs) I had to go back and correct myself. But you're absolutely right about that. And something about the internet makes people a little more brazen. Mm -hmm. Like you say things to people that you would never say to them in In person. person. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, just... Just keep it chill, baby. Keep it chill. <laughs> right. And then like uh, our lovely peas and carrots. Yes. And then, you know, you want to share your own wins, uh, but don't be braggy. Nobody wants to go in a group where somebody is just always posting, you know, look what I did. This is awesome. Look Checks. what I got. Look at the <laughs> yeah. checks. Yeah, right. Uh, don't be braggy. And then also be sure to celebrate the wins of others. So if somebody yeah. posts a win that they have, you know, just even if it's just a little comment to say, yay. Or something like that, or, or congrats, or something. Yes. I mean, that, that's positive reinforcement for that person, and it makes you, f- it's gonna make you feel good too. You're putting a little smiley face into the universe. Yes, <laughs> not like the one I just made. I don't like know what that was. That was, that a was little... kind of like a grimace. <laughs> <laughs> that looked like it hurt. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> All right. All right. So, so hopefully, this, this has given you some things to consider when you are looking to join a support system. Yeah, right. Exactly. All right. So let's get into the recipe of the week. Okay. So this recipe was suggested in the Peas and Carrots Society, which is where we cull our recipes from these days, uh, suggested by Julie Rogers, Peas and Carrots member. And uh, it's for quinoa chili... Chili... Oh, We're hungry. We need to go Quinoa eat. chili verde. And it's from a website called Nomming Through Life. Oh, nice. <laughs> I like that name. That nom. is cool. Nom, nom, nom. Uh, <laughs> Nommingthroughlife.com. And it's quinoa chili verde. And it does look good. Um, so uh, go and check that out. I will have the link in the show notes to the recipe. All right. The quote this week comes from Malcolm X. And he said, when I is replaced with we, even illness, illness becomes wellness. 
That's cool. Isn't that awesome? That's a I great saw that. Quote. And you know, I I did um attribute it to Malcolm X, but I will be transparent on that. When I went out to research where that quote came from, I got sources that said Malcolm X. I said sources that said anonymous. I said so, but I found numerous that pointed to Malcolm X. So that's why I All right. attributed he gets it, it there. Yeah. Okay. So what is the question this week, Larissa? Oh, the question. Do you have a good social support system? And it, uh, how did you build it? Or how did you find it? Or how did you right? find it? Exactly. Uh, and if you are part of our Peas and Carrots Society, what up, what Peas up? and Carrots? Okay, so at the beginning of the show, we talked about the Patreon campaign, which is one way that you can support the show. One other way you can support the show is to go out to our website at vegetarianzen.com and check out our products page. It's because our favorite products. Favorite products page. Uh, we have links there to products that we recommend. Because we've either tried them ourselves. I think most of them we've tried ourselves. I would say ninety nine percent. That one, if there's if there's a if there's a one percent, then it's something that uh, we saw and we really liked, but just wasn't available, or something that somebody recommended who that we, we trusted, really trust. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you head out to our favorite products tab and you purchase anything through our Amazon, those are affiliate links that you will find there. Amazon kicks us back a couple of bucks. Mm-hmm. There's no extra cost to you, but we get a little bit of that as uh, to support the show, as we mentioned. And we did want to talk about a product that we just, well, actually, I just got on board with. Larissa had one already. And that is the Camelback. What is this called, Larissa? It's vacuum the, it's the uh, vacuum insulated, insulated. Uh, uh, water bottle, the yes. stainless steel water bottle. And, you know, I had the reason I ended up with this insulated one is I had a Camelback water bottle just like it uh, before for a long time. And we went over to your brother's one time um, a couple months ago. If you, I don't know if you remember. And I left it there. And I was like, okay, well, I can get it next time, but I need a water bottle. So uh, I went online on Amazon and I was looking and I found the the insulated one. And I was like, okay, it's going to be summer. It's so hot. You know, my, my stainless steel one, I would leave it in the car and it would be like drinking lava. You know, <laughs> you take a drink out of it after it's been in the car. And so um, I ordered the insulated one. And this thing is amazing. Yeah, it, and the way it is in Amazon, the title is actually Camelback, B-A-K, Eddie Vacuum Insulated Stainless Water Bottle. Right. And it is BPA, BPS free, mm-hmm. which is awesome. And it has a, the one I have, the one we both have, It's uh, it's got a flip top valve and sip Mm -hmm. which i really like because i told larissa i wanted something i didn't have to put my fingers on the actual mouthpiece that grosses me out because i often take my water bottle to the gym and there are all sorts of things growing Mm -hmm. on the gym so not to mention at the supermarket uh, anywhere you go yeah especially but i I always think gym so when Mm -hmm. i've had to i want something that's easy to open and also that I don't have to touch the mouthpiece. So that was kind of a big deal for me. And I love that you put ice in it, you put water, and it can stay cold for literal. It says on their on their, on their their page here, hours, and that is literal. I mean, it is hours. Yeah, yeah literally. I can, I can put, you know, maybe six ice cubes in it, fill the rest up with water, put it in my car, leave, leave the car, leave it in my car for... And keep Four in hours. mind, it's 110 outside yeah. right now in San yeah. Antonio. So Four hours, come back, and there's still ice in it. Mm-hmm. 
So mm-hmm. it's awesome. Now the out might be hot, so be careful with that. The outside, yeah, the outside be, does get hot. So. Yeah, so don't, yeah, you want to yeah. be careful of that. But the water itself is still cool. Yep. And we'll have a link, a direct link to it, uh, to this product in the show notes for this episode. But it is also in our Amazon store on the the favorite products tab. All right, Larissa, I think that does it for our show this week. All right, we ran a little long, but I think it was a good one. Until next time, peace out. Bye. Thanks for joining us today on Vegetarian Zen. We've created a free resource for you to show you five ways to sneak more fruits and veggies into your diet. You can download it right now by visiting vegetarianzen.com. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind. 